Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Hello, you're welcome to today's edition of Money Radio on Leadership Podcast. Money Radio brings you the latest development in Nigeria's business and economy cycles and issues of businesses around the world. My name is Innocent Odo, and today we are talking agribusiness and special focus on waste to wealth. In other words, how you can transform your trash into treasure and uh, for opportunities to be created as jobs for Nigerian teaming population. And I have in the studio today uh, two gentlemen who will be doing justice to this very important topic. I have to my right, Kes Hammond. Kes, you're welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I also have uh, Paul Uwadema. Paul, you're welcome to the program. Now, anytime you go through the streets of Nigeria, uh, especially the major cities, and you see uh, waste everywhere, uh, you look into the drainages, you see uh, 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 you know, decks plugged in the, uh, the drainages and all that. And it appears as if uh, we don't have a, a system in place on how to collect this uh, waste. Uh, but that's a, a different thing, even though it's attached to what we're discussing today. We're talking about uh, how we can create or how we can transform waste into wealth. Uh, it's beginning to sound uh, as if uh, Niger- a lot of Nigerians know about this topic. But uh, whether we are able to uh, put it into unless uh, the ideas around this uh, very important topic is a different thing. Paul, what do you say? And what, where do we go from here? Waste to what? Thank you for this question. Uh, you know, a country of 200 million Nigerians, a country of 200 million population generates a lot of waste. In fact, Nigeria generates about 42 million tons waste annually, which is more than half. This is 2 million uh, waste, tons of waste that uh, Sub-Saharan Africa generates annually. And this waste are, are constituting problem for Nigeria. You remember that uh, we have been having very poor waste management right from the home to the states. Nigeria has a problem of waste management. That is why when we are in the rainy season, we get a lot of flooding because uh, the waste are being dumped on the channels, drainages, and the water cannot see the normal channel to pass through. And at the end of the day, you see houses are destroyed, people die, and all that. That's on one hand of it. What government has failed to realize is that this well, this uh, waste we generate is actually wealth and uh, um, the the world economic forum in uh, 2020 discovered that uh, said that uh, the west the wealth industry is about 4.5 trillion dollars industry and a lot of people are supposed to feed into it part of what they now call the green economy, whereby waste that are generated are recycled, are reused, so that it can continue to be of use when they are not discarded totally. Uh, So what we need in this country right now is a proper solid waste management process. For example, 
the waste we generate, we can use it to generate electricity. A lot of people are a lot. In fact, there's a company from uh, UK that has invested uh, $150 million to generate electricity from waste in Lagos. In fact, that company uh, is targeting to generate uh, 25 uh, megawatts of electricity in Lagos uh, using 2.5 uh, tons of uh, waste in Lagos. And uh, you can you know how Lagos need uh, uh, electricity. And they are not alone. There are other companies like that in Ibadan, in Port Harcourt, in several other parts of the country. That is at the at the top echelon of this uh, industry. Yeah. Because in the value chain of uh, uh, waste to wealth, yes. you have those uh, that are referred to as the collectors. There are people who are living on waste collection. That is their own, that is how they make the money under the value chain. Then you have those who are the processors. Those who, when they collect it, when they buy it from those who have collected it from the dust waste dumps all over the country, these guys process it before it's handed over to those that will recycle it. So that is what the UN and the others have called the circular economy, the economy in which resources are used from end to end. Are you getting it? So that you have what you call a sustainable economy, a sustainable world, in which you are not only turning waste wealth, you are also helping to manage the environment. So it is a combination of creating wealth at the same time managing the environment. That is uh, Interesting. part of this uh, uh, particular uh, business uh, sector. Interesting. Um, yes, I'll turn it over to you. Um, yes, he mentioned that Nigeria uh, generates about 42 uh, million tons of waste annually. But uh, how much of that is uh, being collected? Maybe 20, 30 percent of that will be collected. Just like he said, the waste management system here is uh, really not uh, good enough. Now, wealth, sorry, waste to wealth is something that even the United Nations are paying attention to on how to, you know, the exhausted materials are recycled once again. And he, uh, you can see that the value chain is also very uh, prominent here. And there are those who are captured within that value chain. If Nigeria can generate more of this, uh, I mean, can uh, of course uh, uh, collect more of the waste, waste that we have, don't you think that it will go a long way to helping to bring in more people who will be by, by way well, of the value chain employed? Because we are looking at waste uh, to wealth as a form of job creation for uh, the Nigerian people. Yeah, uh, talking about this issue of waste to wealth. Um, I look at it as two extremes. One is an extreme liability and the other one is extreme asset. So if you have waste, like uh, Mr. Paul Wadimai just uh, mentioned, if you have waste, it constitutes a nuisance. Of course, during the reading season, we see that uh, our waste, as a result of uh, poor waste management, we see that we have floodings everywhere here and there and it's because we don't 
waste properly and then we don't recycle. So on the one hand, if uh, we don't manage our waste practices well, it becomes a nuisance, it becomes a liability. And uh, from the floodings we talk about, you see a number of houses being carried away by those floods and uh, some people have, have lost their lives. On the other hand, we can turn those waste into uh, assets in which uh, we, uh, if we have proper waste management, we can turn them into assets. Waste is a huge industry and uh, Nigeria is well endowed with waste. Uh, you mentioned um, 42 million tons of waste every year and uh, out of that only between 20 and 30 percent is actually collected but how much is used that's about 12 percent according to that same uh, world economic forum so we have just 12 percent that means 88 percent of our waste constitute nuisance there have been some laudable moves and i will mention just two uh, i have visited a company in lagos uh, just around that uh, abode of in area of lagos uh, where there is a company because of uh, the issue of laboratory that i would like to mention the, the, the name of the company but there's a company around there you know what they do they collect all these plastic bottles that we see strewn around and what do they do they have machines in that factory that turn those plastic bottles into fabric, which they export mm -hmm. to Europe. I was privileged to uh, interview the production manager 2008. I was able to, I went into the factory, I saw the process, I was able to interview him and they ex export those, uh, uh, those plastic bottles to, to turn them into fabric, yes, and uh, export to Europe. There is a bank, that's the other uh, instance I want to There is a bank, one of the banks around here, which I wouldn't like to mention. But they have a scheme, and that is actually making money, not only for them, but it is uh, an employment generation scheme. What do they do? All of these are our graduates, and uh, of course, when it comes to the issue of waste, you can't differentiate between uh, who is graduate around now and who is not a graduate because we are into, or most of us are into the same practice of just throwing bottles whenever we use them, we just throw them, uh, they are strewn around, which constitutes what, what does this uh, bank do? They have a scheme whereby they employ people, it's not really an employment, but on a contract basis. Collect these bottles, bring them, and we pay you. So we have ladies and young people. Uh, it's uh, the female folk, of course, and the young, and young, and a number of young people who go and collect these bottles, package them, take them, and they weigh them, and then the bank pays them for bringing in the waste. And what does the, uh, the bank do? They sell that waste to recycling companies, and uh, it's a win-win situation. So, the whole issue, I wouldn't like to bring in the private sector and the public sector right now as to who is supposed to take responsibility. Yeah, but I, that. Yeah, I think we will discuss that later, but I think uh, there should be some synergy that uh, 
at the right at the right time we discuss it. <laughs> Some synergy at the right time. And Paul, um, we can see that uh, we are not uh, uh, exploiting the opportunities that we have in this very industry, which you describe as a very big industry. Uh, you mentioned the figures, you know, in it. And uh, Nigeria, of course, uh, having been a very big nation, is supposed to also be big in this industry. What do you think is actually mitigating against Nigeria's exporting this potential? Uh, one of the things that need to also be addressed is, you know, waste management is a professional area. Um, unfortunately, for this country, we have not had very good. Uh, uh, managers of waste, solid waste in Nigeria, uh, because for whatever reason, it's an area that federal government and state government have not been paying very good attention. Uh, because the reason why you have challenges of collection of waste, collection, you know, we have different types of waste. We have, uh, uh, um, we have. Uh, organic and inorganic waste, uh, biodegradable and non-biodegradable waste. And uh, in the process of collection of waste, that is where the, 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 the matter is supposed to start. But we have not been very good in waste collection. For example, you see that uh, the waste beam that are supplied by some of the state control uh, uh, state agencies managing the solid waste management. They give you one, and, and these waste are not supposed to be collected. There are various types of waste, as I told you, you have biodegradable and non-biodegradable. You are not supposed to use the same bin to collect all of them. In uh, in in plants where these things are well done, there are different beams for collection of waste. Now, this help even those who collect it, those who process it and those who now turn it to recycle it. So it creates a challenge. At the end of the day, most people who are into this industry, they are forced to go to the dump sites to go and be picking it directly from where it's been dumped. Ordinarily, it's not supposed to be like that. So we must have a way of proper waste management right from the home to the streets and, uh, and the, 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 the collection companies, whether they are sort of outsourcing it to private sector or government is doing it by itself, these have to be addressed for for us to be able to be able to manage the, the waste that are going um, if, if you are familiar with Tanisha, you know about Awada. Yes. There's a place there where people go. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a waste market where people bring all the waste that are being generated around on the child environment. There is a huge market for it. If you go there, you will discover that there are people who are there collecting from, buying from the collectors. They are already processing it, breaking it into their machines that are there. You will be amazed what the Nigerians are doing over there. Turning it into another Processing it, arranging it for an, for onward transmission to those who are going to 
now recycle it finally. The challenge, like every other thing in Nigeria, is that these things have been left to the private sector to handle. Government very uncaring. Even as I said, if you go to Omja, you see, see many places uh, west not being moved as I went to go to Aba, you see the same thing. I'm not mentioning these two cities because uh, even Labour they have the same problem. So when you have all these challenges, it is difficult for those who want to, you know, get involved in getting uh, into West wealth to, 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 to actually participate. In it. So government should manage waste collection and waste uh, waste collection and waste sorting. They must do it very well and professional there, so that it can be easier for those who want to participate. And the government will generate a lot of money. In fact, in fact, there's what they call the polluter pay. When you generate waste, you're supposed to pay for it. So government's supposed to charge people even for the waste they generate. Because it will help in waste management. So that people pay money for the waste to be properly managed. Hmm. People pay money for the waste to be properly managed. If you're just joining us, uh, we've been talking about uh, waste to wealth. If you like, uh, trash to treasure and that uh, uh, we believe will create uh, more uh, job opportunities for the Nigerian uh, young people. Uh, but of course, uh, we also believe that uh, it has to have a, a very good framework for it to be able to work uh, properly. As on that note, we'll take a short break and we'll come back and continue the discussion. Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we've been talking about how to manage our waste properly and turn waste into wealth. Uh, still in the studio with Kes uh, uh, Hammond and Paul Wadema. I'll tell you what you Paul, before we went on that short break. Um, one is beginning to think, why would the government see this kind of uh, bountiful opportunity in the industry? And having all the agencies equipped uh, with the all the necessary enablement to do this industry, to do this, to do this job. Why are they not functioning well in this particular industry? Why do we not have the requisite investment? But um, let's put it this way: um, when you talk about investment in this area, uh, waste, the waste industry. It's a huge money-making industry. When you talk about investment, I remember sometime uh, the former governor. Uh, Lagos used to be very dirty. Of course, Lagos is not as clean as we want it to be, but it used to be far worse than this. So there was a governor who came to power uh, in Lagos, and he transformed, at least to some extent, that waste industry and it became a money-making industry. People did invest in the uh, waste industry. But that investment, of course, it generated jobs to some extent, and uh, the income, but turning it into real wealth is where that lacuna is. Um, in fact, let me call it Fashala, Governor Fashala, when uh, it was uh, we saw that uh, this PPP, uh, they came, they swung into action. People bought trucks 
private individuals bought trucks and they were collecting waste from people's houses. The streets became cleaner, but they would just go and dump these uh, waste materials in a landfill, not really turning it into any serious Sometimes they are burnt. They are burnt, uh, constituting further uh, health yeah. hazard. Yes. So those were some, that's the lacuna there. But these things can be turned into wealth. Look, uh, some countries, uh, let me mention Sweden, for example, much of the energy comes from uh, heat, combustible uh, waste, and uh, that's where they generate and that has become a money-making venture because people buy these combustible uh, uh, waste and turn them into wealth, where as people come to buy energy from them. That is what uh, one engineer was trying to bring back Nigeria now of course Mr. Wadima mentioned how a company from the UK uh, has invested up to 150 million dollars to come and generate 25,000 uh, megawatts capacity uh, plant that is from waste so there is money in this thing is just to make sure that we direct our energies or our resources to where they are supposed to be proper make waste management management the disposal the collection he mentioned something which I really appreciate. When you go to places like Europe, as I have read, I have gone to Europe before, but you will see just one waste basket or one waste, uh, one trash can, so to speak. You see like three or four because there are different kinds of waste. So it makes it easier. In fact, it is a crime, as I have been told, that it's a crime. Take, for example, you are putting a paper into where plastic is supposed to be. That is a crime, and you are fined because of that. That is yes, another kind of incongeneration. But we just find ourselves putting everything into everything, which makes, makes it difficult to manage this waste. So, there is, uh, I don't like to mention it, but uh, it makes me angry when we have an agency of government that is responsible to conscientize the citizenry about these things, and they do virtually nothing but receive salaries. I'm talking about the NOD. Yes. yes. So it's uh, necessary that there be some, some uh, education in that area. The private sector is willing to, to do it. I can, I, like I mentioned, the, the two, two examples I gave you. The private sector is willing, but let's make sure that we advertise this and we make sure that we incentivize the private sector so that they go into that, uh, that's a huge investment outlet. Bring money, employ, make uh, make money, and uh, generate employment. But we need to make sure that we look when it comes to waste. Uh, take for example, Lagos, fourteen thousand metric tons of waste every single day, every twenty-four hours, fourteen thousand metric tons. Eighty percent of it becomes liability. Why don't we? We have gone past that age. This is a, an age where we shouldn't be discussing waste to wealth. We should be turning waste into wealth. Uh, it's sad that uh, we are at this level. Mm, very sad indeed that um, at this level we are talking about uh, how the processes to be put, put in place to ensure that we, we turn waste into wealth. Uh, uh, if I may mention, uh, uh, the whole thing has to do with. Uh, 
the kind of, uh, like I said, conscientization you need to be educated. Um, somewhere around the Lekki area, uh, Lekki phase one roundabout, I remember I saw uh, on the billboard there uh, one time, it says, and I want to quote, are you one of those I they go to the univer did you go to university and you are still one of those throwing plastics through the windows of uh, vehicles? Then why did you go in the first place? Because it's for nothing. <laughs> that is the least education. Yes, yes. yes that's bad. I, 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 it's not a direct quotation, but I paraphrased it. If you went to the university and you're still throwing these things out of the window, then why did you go to the university? Anything. You didn't learn anything. So it, it has to do with our education also and how we view waste. That is wealth. You shouldn't be viewing it as a waste. waste as yes. it is. It's wealth in the action of viewing it as waste. Uh, Paul, um, this industry is huge and uh, huge in the sense that uh, we have not been able to exploit these opportunities. Now, if I may, if we may quantify, is it possible to actually quantify how much we are losing for not being able to exploit these opportunities? You have mentioned the huge yeah, amount yeah, that yeah. generated yeah. worldwide as a result of uh, waste to wealth. Well, the, the, what, we are, what we are losing, you, we may not put it into Naira and cover in dollars, but if you look at how much is available to be exploited, from the general figure that uh, came from the World Economic Forum, uh, you know what we are losing by not participating in getting that dollar. Are uh, you getting it? You are talking about an industry of 4.5 trillion. Uh, means we are missing, we are losing in billions of the, uh, dollars. Uh, that could be huge yes, as well. Yes, yes. And uh, what we need to do is to develop proper solid waste management system. You, you know, many Nigerian uh, cities, uh, they claim they have a master plan. Most of these master plan are basically physical master plan, the road network, uh, where, the set, where the settlements are to be located, where the schools are to be located and all that. Are you getting it? Looking at the spatial dispersion of uh, settlement and uh, uh, living quarters. But very few Nigerian cities have solid waste master plan. Because when you have solid waste master plan, it means you are ready to key in to the solid waste to wealth industry. Because it makes it much easier. Look at what is happening now. Those who are operating in the sector right now, they rely on all these young men that go to scavenge for for West. Unfortunately, because of the insecurity in the country, people like that are being tagged as criminals. Of course, there may be some criminal elements who use that to, to spy, to reconnaissance uh, for criminal elements. So people don't want to see them around. But these are the people that are driving this West work right now in Nigeria because the solid waste management industry in Nigeria is not well coordinated so they go they scavenge they sell to the collectors collectors sell to the, the recyclers we we can do better than this we 
because this is an industry that will give us a lot of money, creates thousands and millions of jobs. Already they are doing it. There are so many things happening. There are many cities in this country where people, their only job right now is in this industry. Either as waste collectors, waste processors, and then the end sellers to the recyclers. So a lot of people are living on it right now, and um, they are not complaining in terms of uh, returns on uh, investment. Uh, so what we need to do is manage our waste properly so that those who are collecting it, it will be easier to recycle it. Because when this waste are being collected, they are not only generating money when you recycle them, when you reuse them, you also help it to manage the, the, the environment because when you manage your waste very well you are managing your health yes. you can see how nigeria when we are in rainy season uh, the uh, cases of cholera increases cholera is just part of the uh, uh, evidence of our poor management of the environment because in, in societies where the environment are well managed cholera is very very minimal are you getting it so we need to all the state governments and then the federal government should have master plan solid waste master plan they should be able to know how much waste are generated by each street and how to collect it how to those who are to buy it and those who are to process it so that everything will be like an easy going value chain that you know where you key in whether you are going to be part of the collectors processors or you are going to be part of those who recycle it oh yes indeed uh, thank you so much uh, paul wadima for this uh love provoking uh, uh and very interesting submission you have made here uh in terms of how nigeria and of course uh, states across the nigeria can put a framework to manage waste into wealth and it's on that note that we draw the curtains on today's edition of money radio I've been joined in the studio by uh, Paul Wadema, uh, an expert, and also Kes Hammond uh, to do justice to this very important topic. Uh, we promise we're going to bring you a bumper edition of Money Radio when next we come. Thank you and remain blessed. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.